0: Merry Christmas and happy holidays. (laughs) It's not even Thanksgiving, and it's not, but we have a lot to be thankful for. Yes,
1: for starters, (laughs) Bob's gone,
0: Big Daddy Bob. Bob's gone, Bob's back. I think it's very unfortunate about both their their names names are Bob. Bob. Um, that was crazy. You, how many texts did you get last night? So
1: I sent Sarah a um, screenshot of my Instagram DMs like immediately yes, as it became live. I think I had two or three people notify me and then I had text messages on top of it. And I literally was like, what is happening? And my phone automatically goes into sleep mode at whatever time. And so I just think that it was like a... Everybody needed to notify me of what was happening.
0: Your phone thought it was an emergency. Emergency about people. Yes, yeah, yeah, I got two texts at the same exact time, and then like three, four, five was coming in within fifteen minutes. Um, I posted to the Instagram immediately. Yeah, yeah.
1: yes, you did. <laughs> just trying to. Yes, be. <laughs> you did. I don't even think I read. I did not read the article until I'm. St- I'm just breezing over the article that yeah. you. Um, that you sent. So Bob Chapik.
0: Bob Chapek was the CEO of the Walt Disney Company. he took
1: over right before COVID. And he is no longer.
0: Yeah. So it says that Bob Iger retired in 2020, in February 2020. And he stayed on as like chairman of the board. Mm -hmm. Um, But really, Bob Chapek started in COVID, during COVID. Right. Um, I don't think anybody has ever liked Bob Chapek. Yeah. It, I say anybody, anybody who knows who cares about that much about Disney and knows that they have a CEO.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I have a um, a friend of mine I actually met her through a, a bridal party. I was I was a bridesmaid in someone's wedding and okay. she works for um, Walt Disney World. In Cal or Walt Disney in California,
0: okay Disneyland. And she
1: Disneyland, but but like no, the company. She the works company. for the company, yeah. The and,
0: company and they are all and in. And she California. like
1: had Bob Iger's phone number in her phone. Oh my god! And they called him Daddy Bob, and <laughs> it would be like Daddy Bob's coming in today. And they loved him from a. And she wasn't a part of. She was just in the same office that he was in. Whatever she did for Disney, her office was in the same office as his. So he'd, like, come in with donuts on a casual Tuesday and just be like, hey, what's up? Somebody dropped this off at my house here. And um, when he left, she was like, we cried. Because he was the best boss ever. Yeah. And so I think that, to your point, of nobody liked him. Nobody in the Disney sphere. I mean, you can't go from, like, the best you know, I don't, like I said, donuts and coffee to nothing.
0: Right. He, um, from, let's see here. He, it says that he was there for 15 years, um, as the CEO. Bob Iger. Bob Iger. Yeah. He was there for a
1: long time. Um, and think about what happened in those 15 years. Right. They acquired Lucasfilms, Marvel. Mm hmm. Um, they expanded all of the parks. Right. um, cruise lines they got a new cruise line under mm-hmm. him i'm i mean
0: i mean he was by no means perfect right i mean no leader is except but for he me was, but it's fine <laughs> he was definitely well loved yes with disney fans yeah um you know
1: well and to your point you're never gonna love any you're never gonna love a perspective 100 mm-hmm. percent, a organization 100 percent. there will always be things but i he just had the general consensus of he everybody knew his the best intre- interest mm-hmm. at hand was to better the company, right? To better the work environment for mm-hmm. the people working, and
0: he cre- he cared a lot about the creative side. Yes, I mean he was there for the the acquisition of Pixar. Yeah, I mean which I think was a huge, huge like a really big deal. Um, he used to work for ABC at before, mm-hmm. and then came over to Disney. I mean. I've never heard a lot of bad publicity about mm-hmm. Bob Iger and then Bob Checkpeck comes in and everyone is so upset. Mm-hmm. I mean I I don't know exactly how much he has to do with
1: He he what was people this?
0: being so upset about the things in the parks or if they just didn't they they were just associating a lot of the negative things they were um experiencing at Disney with him and just
1: Well, I mean ultimately he so there's this they have the CEO of the theme parks right mm-hmm. there's a CEO of Disney there's a World. chairman of of or, the yes, of the parks yes. and then there's
0: like yeah there is a someone that so is over like each a, park yes mm-hmm. and so
1: they have a different chain of command that plays in that way but I think that if you don't have strong leadership mm-hmm. then those people are not going to be able to operate at their maximal potential and I think that what people forget to remember is when COVID hit, Walt Disney world was closed until July 7th, mm-hmm. 2020 we, they opened, they were the last theme park to open in the state of Florida. Universal mm-hmm. had opened. Um What's the other one? Sea world, mm-hmm. uh, Bush gardens. They'd all mm-hmm. opened and Disney basically waited. The state of Florida gave them an ultimatum and was like, right. you can stay closed and you'll be protected. Of this tax code if you, Mm -hmm. you know, but you have to open by the state. And Disney waited until the final hour to open. And I think that we forget that they, a lot of the theme park operates with um, the college students, the ambassador program, Mm -hmm. the foreign program Mm -hmm. for Epcot. Epcot, And so, and other parts of the parks. Mm -hmm. And so we went from a having access to all of these people to they couldn't utilize them because a lot of the people had they their work visas shut shut off mm-hmm. and so um i can i had empathy for him during that time because right. you no longer have the workforce and but you still got to operate right so i can only i mean he's just like every other person right in 2020 slash 20 to 2022 right but at the same time it's kind of like scott brannick the home builder right he knows I can only handle I need this many houses to close a year mm-hmm. in order to break even. But I can only, you know, if I hit this number, then it's I'm comfortable. And so he, but it's like he never did that. Right. Instead of, OK, we only have 100 people working Epcot today. That means that we can only let, I don't know, 500 people in. He still let everything go. Mm-mm. He and let
0: everybody in. He
1: let everybody in. And the And the whole Park Pass reservation system. I don't think that it limited their crowds. I think it just allowed them to see where people were. Yes. And I think that that was misleading.
0: I think it was totally misleading because they they advertised the park pack system as being a benefit to us so that they could monitor and, you know, not allow so many people in so it was a better experience, and that is not the experience—if you go to Walt Disney World, even with the park pass system, there are still too many people in the park that they're allowing in.
1: Do you remember the day? Um, one of the days when they—I guess it was when they took the masks away—and mm-hmm. Magic Kingdom, it was the highest that they'd seen in like five years. Yes,
0: there was so of, many of people. attendance. Yes,
1: and so that I guess that that's just it. And so they—they—and then you know we've talked about this that. Prior to COVID, say they had 100 activities for you to do in the park, and then during COVID, they only had 50 activities for you to do, do in the park, but they still allowed 1,000 people in. Well, mm-hmm. now the funnel is – so I don't – I mean, I don't – I couldn't fix that problem, mm-hmm. but I don't think he had the leadership to solve that problem. Right. Universal Studios did it. Mm-hmm. bush Gardens did it. Yeah. Legoland <laughs> did it. I
0: wonder. Freaking Legoland. <laughs> I mean, I think it's interesting. I was having this conversation with Lawton last night, and he was like, this isn't unheard of. There are plenty of companies who have brought back their CEOs. The CEO of, of Starbucks, like mm-hmm. they brought that back their CEO. Charles Schwab, Schwab went back to his company. Um, Procter & Gamble, there was a handful. Now, there's not like hundreds. There's probably like more like 10 or so. But there are definitely um, plenty of companies who have done this before, Um more it's Steve Jobs went back to Apple I was gonna say um yeah. Michael Dell of Dell he went back so this isn't like a ridiculous thing uh, no to and bring you back think, your old CEO said
1: what two years is that what they said they would yeah. have him come in and cons- so he's basically consulting is what he's gonna do mm-hmm. he's gonna find a way to get them through this hump
0: and, and he has to train somebody else yeah because here's the thing is that Bob Chapek was the pick from Bob Iger he trained him and groomed him for that position. But they got into, um, towards the end, when Bob Chapek was already named CEO, they had some disagreements Mm -hmm. on the direction that they were heading. And so I think that, you know, there's some truth to the discontent that people have towards Disney, like all the creative side is just being ignored. Yeah, When Bob Iger, under his leadership, that never happened. I think it's really hard to ignore the fact that It must be under Bob Chapek's leadership. It must be because of his leadership that they're ignoring so much of the creative.
1: Who was the guy before
0: Bob Iger? Michael Eisner.
1: Okay. He was another person who, was it Helm who also didn't fully support the engineering side? I mean, the Imagineering side? Um, Who was this? There was another CEO who they kind of squashed that mm -hmm. a little bit. And it just, I mean, that is 90% of Disney Mm -hmm. is the Imagineer side. Right. And I don't, that's another thing to your point that I don't think people realize. And so the magic is gone when the Imagineers are gone.
0: Right. And there have been a lot of Imagineers who have left under Bob Chapek's leadership. Now, it could be totally coincidental that they are of the age of retirement and they're Mm -hmm. ready to move on. But it is, it is definitely, um obvious. Yeah. That the creative side of Disney is not the big priority. It is more of, you know, getting all the intellectual property into the parks and just making a lot of money off of, you know, the movies basically to put them in the parks. Yeah. And then charging a lot of money for it. I mean, the parks made so much money this year. Yes. (laughs) I mean, they made a ton. It's Disney plus that really takes. Okay,
1: so that was what I was going to say. I do think that um, there is a side of this, you know, one of the things that I have always said is that on, with a leader, you should never know their position mm-hmm. on anything, mm-hmm. specifically like political anything. And, um, you know, there are things that our society today f- is forcing businesses to take a stand.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And... Um, I think that – and our society, social media plays a big part of that, too. Mm-hmm. Like, if you as a business don't take a stand on this issue, mm-hmm. then, you know, people are going to backlash you. Right. And then what does that happen for, like, three days and then people forget about it? Right. And I think that Bob Chapik, he was – I'm trying to think about how to say this without sounding way too political – he there were people who forced him Mm -hmm. to state an opinion on things that like the state of florida legislator Mm -hmm. legislation there were things in the legislator that took Mm -hmm. place that disney fans disney employees didn't agree with Mm -hmm. that had nothing to do with walt disney world right and they wanted him to take a stand on it and instead of
0: he was late to the game.
1: Well, he was late to the game and right. he stayed silent. He stayed silent, right. which I don't disagree with, but you either need to whisper Right. Or find a way to let people know that you are aware of what's going on and, and calm them down, right? right? Like, yes, you're right. This this has happened, and I'm so sorry that it's making you upset, but mm-hmm. it's not going to affect you here. That never took place.
0: Right. He was wishy-washy. He was
1: wishy-washy. And then, I mean, I've talked about this. Disney Plus, for my family, I don't care what the content is. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it, you know, anything romantic, mm-hmm. no matter what the content of the the romances right it's not appropriate for my children right i mean i the little mermaid is one thing but like my kids don't need to watch a mini series on people dating no matter who they are right girls and boys girls and girls i Mm -hmm. don't care that's not that is my and and disney didn't give me the option to not let my kids watch that right it was just there right and i was not here for that
0: well especially when you put it on a kid's profile Yes, when you put it on a kid's profile and you are trusting that Disney now it's not to say we can't we shouldn't do our due diligence. That is something that we do. That's something that you do. But that is there's a lot of content to go through on Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. And so when you put it on a kid's setting, you're thinking there these are going to be bluey episodes.
1: Right, right. (laughs) Well, and as a parent, it was easier for me to say. I'm just cutting that out. Right. Then it was for and it wasn't that it was easier but I there was no other option. I, right. To your point, I didn't have the time to sit mm-hmm. through and go through the content. Right. And so since I didn't have that and it was very important to Scott and I, I just said we're getting rid of it. Right. And um that you know and I think that 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 also has happened with other fingers of Disney Mm -hmm. and I think that you know some people whether it's the park right think about how expensive the park is right people who like our friend who we talked to from New Jersey Mm -hmm. they try to go on a 10-day trip 14-day trip that may not be realistic right for some families Mm -hmm. who prioritize that and so now they're just saying we're not going to do that right and I don't you know What I'm interested to see is the cost, and this is what I don't think people understand. I know that they understand inflation, Mm -hmm. and they understand the cost of goods, but what I don't think people understand is the trickle-down effect that that has Mm -hmm. to where even just the, what is it, you know, the little stop-and-go place Mm -hmm. in the hotels that have the milk and the chips. Oh, yes. Getting the food delivered to that, Mm -hmm. the food has gone up in price. Right. Right. Truck driver, Mm -hmm. that price has gone up because he the you know hourly rate is more, and then the fuel is more, Mm -hmm. and so I think that those I don't I I would be interested to see those budget numbers for them. The cost of material for building all of this stuff. They went in thinking that Tron was going to cost them one thing, and I'm going to tell you,
0: way more. Married
1: to a home builder, right? He can quote you a house today on today's prices and be finished in you know, 11 months and it's going to cost, I mean, framing packages for his houses pre COVID were let's say $30,000 and now they're Mm
2: $90,000.
1: I don't, you can't prepare for that. Right. And I know that they're running cost plus jobs, so they're just having to pay the bills as they come in. Right. And I don't know.
0: Well, they're killing it at the parks and it's Disney plus that really just tanked. And so is that they, really
1: it? That's the number? That is what has lost all of the money?
0: Yes. Disney Plus. It has not done as well, which is amazing to me because Bob Chapek, um, his... They
1: lost $1.47 billion last quarter
0: on mm-hmm. their streaming services. Right. So Bob Chapek, his previous job at the Disney company was um, was Disney Home. I don't know exactly what it's called, but basically, it's the content that people would have at home. And his whole idea—this is why I tell everybody—I'm like, listen, Bob Chapek's idea for putting um, the pass, the annual passes, like on hold and not allowing them to be sold, and only being allowing, like, opening them up for a certain period of time and then closing it again. I'm like 100% that was Bob Chapek's idea because his idea. Was in it's like open the, enrollment
1: for healthcare,
0: right? And his his idea was putting the Disney movies in the vault. Do you remember when the Disney animated movies used to be in the vault and they would only be sold at certain times of the year? Yes, they were, that was his idea. What an idiot! And so <laughs> now that Gene or Disney Plus is here, he you know the they're they're on there. But he did that. I think that that was like that was the idea the for the best for the pass holders. I have to tell you
1: this: the vault. So when the Little Mermaid was re-released because mm-hmm. that was my favorite movie yeah. growing up. My dad pre-ordered 5 of them oh. because he was like I have to make sure that I get them for your ch- for your mm-hmm. future children. I was like in college y'all. Right. And he was like I was just terrified that they would it would never it, you know 20 years later they'd come out and you'd have children that were grown and they wouldn't be able to watch it. Right. Well, what's interesting is Netflix there it's saying here that their subscribers have plateaued. Okay. And I mean just like the concept of subscription TV is v- it's just very interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think that um I don't know. I well this is what I think. I think that Disney just like a lot of these other subscription services mm-hmm. They have to adapt, and they don't know how to adapt. Right. And people are realizing that they don't need all of this.
0: Right. They can't. It's too expensive. If you're going to do Peacock and Hulu and Netflix and Disney Plus, it's like, which one? Why not one? just have cable? Right.
1: Because I can record it on that. And so now you're back to the same, you know, Freeform. Right. Plays all of the movies, and I, just, I can just record them. Right. And so... I don't know. I don't have the answer. Mm-hmm. I don't have the answer, but I am interested to see how this um I, I'm interested to see how Bob Iger coming in basically um what's it called where you um shock somebody ch- ch- stabilizing them? Oh do you know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, I don't know what that's called. Revive? <laughs> yeah. Revive. I don't know. Some EMT <laughs> gives the, word. the shocker
1: things. Why can't I think of it? Resuscitate? Word? No, that's mouth-to-mouth, but like the zzz, clear.
0: I don't know what that anyway, is. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. He's
1: coming – sorry. He's coming in to resuscitate them. Yes. And I'm interested to see how long we're in the ICU. Yes. If we get immediate, right. immediate discharge right. or if we're going to go hang out here in a coma for two months.
0: I know. Because I Because mean, that's
1: what he's going to have to do. He is going to have to resuscitate the company and uh, revive the company. And um,
0: do you think anything will change at the parks?
1: Because... Not immediately, okay. But I am interested to see because the the other thing is cast members, employees park employees are not happy right. with their job. But I think that they're not happy because the Disney experience for people is somewhat miserable. right? Like, think about the phone call. I don't know if I've talked about it here, Mm-mm. but the phone call that I made with VIP. And okay. long story short, it was with VIP services and it was not a good phone call.
2: Mm -hmm. It was not consistent. It was
1: not consistent. And I was very frustrated. And after, I don't know, 30 minutes, Mm -hmm. I finally was like, I'm just going to, I literally said to the guy, I was like, I'm just going to end this phone call Mm -hmm. because it's, I'm not going to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. And you are frustrating me, and I don't have time for this. Right. And I hung up the phone. And so I know that if I am like somewhat trying to control myself, mm-hmm. there are people out there who do not care. Right. And are so rude. And I think that they have to deal with that. So the Disney yes. experience is not as enjoyable. People don't have as much patience as I do. And I don't have a lot, but I know I have more than other people. You
0: do. You do. And, and I, I will say, so I was just there last week Mm -hmm. on another episode. We'll talk about my experience because we went to Bippity Boppity Boutique Oh yes, and I need to do a whole review on that. It's going to take a whole episode, but we did do some, you know, rides before we went in to do Bippity Boppity and we did small world just because it was a five minute wait Mm -hmm. and, um, and she
1: needed a drink and and we just needed to sit down.
0: (laughs) I I wish I had a drink with me. Um, we did go into a small world. It's a small world. The girls needed a break. We all needed a break for a minute. So we went in and did that. The um, I did actually have a coffee with me. And I went on and I, ha- I was kind of at the end of it. And I went to go get on the ride. And I knew that they were going to make me throw it away. Mm-hmm. And the cast member standing there, she's like, oh, I have to ask you to, to throw it away before. I said, oh, I figured, you know, I, you know getting on. She's like if my tower operator was someone different, I probably could get away with it, but um, I don't, I have a very strict tower operator today. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's no problem. I'm yeah. at the end of it. I'm going to throw it away. Well, my kids I don't know if your kids like to do this if they ride as a small world my kids love to, to wave oh, at the tower operator not snack <laughs> not, they do like to snack but they like to wave at the tower operator as they're going mm-hmm. and as they're coming in Yes, because they're just standing up there it's open You know. Yeah. you know you can totally see them and usually it's because they're waving at them already and so they wave back this cast member was not having it She would not make eye contact. If you got eye contact somehow, she looked away from you. She would not wave at the kids. She would not wave at anybody. She was stone cold looking at the ride vehicles, acting like there was like this was a factory. And she was just making sure all of these boats were operating uh, and functioning well. I thought and then when we got off the ride, the girls were still trying to like wave. wave. They kept trying to wave. They're like, we're going to get her to wave at us. We're going to get her. They, she looked at them and then looked away. Like oh, it was really sad. Then I thought those, that cast, that is how it is. I thought how, I wonder what's going on in her job. Like, I wonder what's going on. Now, I wasn't like, Oh, she's me. You know, I want to do like a cast member, you know, <laughs> you know <laughs> grievance Tower or something. Operator at Small World. I, I was like, Why is she not happy? Mm -hmm. What's going on where she's not happy with her job?
1: Because it is the job. And I think that that that's where Bob Iger will come in and, I think, fix this is because the tone has to change. Mm -hmm. The culture has to change within. And so I just don't think that whatever these people are going through, maybe they're going through, um, you know, some... Maybe maybe it's something that's personal to them that is being politicized, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, through social media or whatever, Mm -hmm. and they don't feel the support. Well, it's not the corporation's job to do that, but it is the job of the leadership team to make them feel safe, Mm -hmm. you know. And there are ways to go about it and ways to not go about it. And I do think that I will say this. I am a, my kids wear a uniform to school. I'm a full believer in you have to, it's okay to set boundaries and rules of uniform, mm-hmm. of presentation, of you can't this, you can't that. Mm-hmm. And I think that, I think that there's something to be said about that. And I think that if we can bring that back, mm-hmm. I think that we will see that cast members are a little bit more protected when everybody's uniform
0: yes yes
1: because it doesn't matter who you are Mm -hmm. left or right right people have opinions i mean correct yes not right correct (laughs) correct it it doesn't matter who the who the guests are whether they fall on the left side of the spectrum or the right side of the spectrum Mm -hmm. in terms of their beliefs they will express an opinion no matter what you look like. You can look far too conservative and you're going to have somebody who's way left mm-hmm. make a comment to you about that. Right. You can, ha- you can be way more liberal in your presentation and somebody who's uber conservative is going to criticize you on that. So the, cr- the criticism is everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I think that when we opened the floodgates of you can look like whatever you want to look like, I think that these people just got ran all over right in more ways than one. Mm -hmm. I just think that they did and they don't. And so I don't know. I'm interested to see how that plays out. Mm -hmm. I know that we don't have much. We don't have a lot of time to finish talking about this, but I do think that one, the subscriptions, but to the workplace environment. Yeah, I'll be interested to see how that changes. And Um, I think that that will change the park, mm -hmm. but I don't know how
0: yeah the park experience well that's our hot take yes also, on ceo change pray for us i know my school's out
1: sarah's kids have school ted school today and they will have it tomorrow my yep. kids are out for a whole week yeah i told sarah i was like they're not even being bad i just they're just being kids they're just so i'm proud. not used to the noise listen them? do you hear this
0: <laughs> they're so happy like
1: they're they're not doing anything wrong no
0: they're just playing <sighs> All right. Well, that's our episode, our bonus episode on the CEO change and Bob Iker coming back. And thank back. you for that, Disney. We appreciate mm-hmm. you. Yep. All right. Until next time. Bye.